It is Friday. The weekend's coming, and that means the Vegas Golden Knights are packing their belongings for a trip to the NHL's Western Conference hub city of Edmonton. But before the club departs on Sunday, there is more work to be done. The players scheduled to practice this morning at City National Arena. Does Pete DeBoer have one more formal scrimmage in his plans? Well, you can find out by tuning into the Training Camp Bulletin on the VGK Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook channels. I finally have it all set uh, in my head. It's uh, programmed. Uh, we will be on the air right around 10 a.m. broadcasting from Studio 31, joined by Dave Gosher and Shane Knighty this morning. Thanks for joining us for another VGK Daily Podcast. Darren Millard with Stormy Bonatoni. How are you? I'm doing great. And I, w- I just want to say it's funny that you mentioned all the guys packing up to get ready to go. Everyone that I have talked to has a good idea of like the things they want to bring, but has not actually started yet. And I was shocked that they have not actually got bags and like got things ready. Well, when do to you go. normally pack before a trip? Okay. Yeah. I packed the day or two before, but not for uh, this long of a stay. That makes no sense. You make no sense. You, you, but, <laughs> but you, um, I want to know who, and I haven't got around to asking this question of the, the guys yet, but who are the people that are going to be taking putters and, and wedges to practice their short game in the hallway? Cause those hallways are going to be perfect for, uh, for putting competitions. Uh, do you take a, uh, baseball glove, all, all that kind of stuff. Oh, we're going to get into that part, mm-hmm. uh, in a little bit. Cause we have something special coming up for the people in the VGK daily podcast in a couple of days. Uh, Pete DeBoer is going to be the star of this episode today. The coach will discuss the impact of all this practice time. Uh, Pete will talk about the team's current readiness and then touch on his energy line, and he has a great quote on the Reeves-Carrier-Cousins unit. And that, Stormy, is where we start, because Cousins is the new addition to Will Carrier and Ryan Reeves. Uh, Beyond being a touch louder, the unit should have no difficulty maintaining that identity. I'm really curious uh, about whether or not Pete's going to start that line for the opening face-off of games the way he was doing before the pause. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Um, he's done it in scrimmages already that he started out that line. And then I believe... Good eye. I didn't notice that. Good eye. Yeah. And I believe that Dan Duva said, because he went through and looked up every single game under Pete DeBoer, that he confirmed that it was 19 of the 22 games in which they had some combination of that fourth line starting. So he likes it. He likes the energy they bring. Well, here is the coach after we hear from Will Carrier talking about Nick Cousins. I think that sums it up. It's a good line. He's, uh, he's a good player. He's got some good skills, and we could show that we could score goals uh, this year. So it's uh, it's good for us. Who would sign up to play against those three guys? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think that's all you have to say. I, you know, not, not many guys you know are going to look up at a faceoff and and uh, and be excited uh, about those three guys coming at you and hounding you. So um, I think uh, that's the whole idea of that group. I I, I see them as a really hard uh, group to play against. And, uh, you know, I think they have underrated uh, offense to them. You know, if they can develop some chemistry and, and start to find each other in the offensive zone and they play a heavy, hard, direct game, which really, for me, sets, sets the mindset of the rest, rest of our group in the right spot. So, you know, on paper, it looks like uh, it should work, but... You know, we will, uh, we'll see. You know, Will was also asked about the nickname for that line with Cousins coming in. Uh, 
you, you have some information on this? Yes. And I love, first of all, just the way that Will kind of avoided the question. He wanted nothing to do with it. it what, what did he do? He put it on Ryan Reeves? Yeah. He said, Revo handles marketing for our line, <laughs> so I'll let him handle that. And he did, because I ended up getting to talk to, to Ryan Reeves just a couple hours later. And he said that they've been going by the meat grinders line but that they might just call themselves the meat line. And he said with the addition of Nick Cousins, he's maybe like a good chicken breast. And then Will and yeah. Ryan, since they've been together for a while, they know what they're doing. They're the big stakes of the line. I was like, okay, whatever you say. But like, I like, I like that. I hadn't heard that. I didn't expect it. And leave it to Ryan Reeves to have a one of a kind answer to well, that question. Chicken breast is perfect because Cousins is like a rooster. He's waking you up. He's always talking. Always like, chirping. Uh, there you go. So I, I, I don't mind that. They put some thought into it. I kind of get the idea that they're ready to go because there's almost too much time on their hands right now. Nick Holden uh, discussing code codes for on the ice and different things. And that's uh, for, for a couple episodes down the road, but we're going to get into that about playing in front of no fans. But I, this first, uh, when I heard Nick talking about them possibly using uh, signals and special words on the ice to throw off the other team, I'm like, you guys need to, need to get into games. Nate Schmidt said he wants to go college football style and have like those posters that they have on the sideline. And of yeah. course he threw out, I want Minnesota Gophers in one. I want like a banana <laughs> over here. So he's coming up with his own little strategy as well. We need to get back to games and uh, we need to uh, really dive into this thing. And if uh, you're a hockey fan, you can become a day one season ticket member for the American Hockey League's newest franchise, the Henderson Silver Knights. Visit hendersonsilvernights.com or call 702 645 4259 to secure your spot today. Uh, consider the players all in Stormy when it comes to the excitement around the Silver Knights. Here's defenseman Jimmy Schultz on the idea of having the American Hockey League team in Henderson. I think it's phenomenal for the organization. Um, you know, obviously to, to have just the, the proximity here and um, for guys like you look at Nick Wall last year going up and down so many times, it'll be a lot easier for him in that situation, obviously. But um, just for the entire hockey community here um, to have another team at a at a high level and and guys that are you know just on the on the cusp of playing the NHL being able to be you know right here and um, being that much closer and um, I think just getting a kind of getting a glimpse of, of what a hockey town Las Vegas has become um, is huge for uh, for guys that play in the American League and um, yeah it's it's obviously the the logo like you said is pretty sweet how much went into that and um, how much it means not just a you know, not just a, a horse. It's a, it's a lot, lot more than that. And um, so, yeah, it's, it's huge for the community here and um, huge for the organization for sure. Jimmy's done some work there. Like he, he went into the logo. He knows all the little uh, meanings of the, uh, the eyes and, uh, and looking forward and to the, to the awards, the golden Knights and the horse, like it's, he's, he's dialed in. Boy. And he sounded like a pro, didn't he? Like he just, the way that he carried himself and answered that question, I was like, okay, somebody, somebody <laughs> knows what they're doing here, but it is just great to see hearing from a lot of those AHL players that will have that relationship with the Henderson silver Knights, how excited they are about proximity to the team always referencing a guy like Nick Waugh who had so many trips back and forth to Chicago, up and down, up and down, um, that they definitely realized the added value that it has to have the Silver Knights in this backyard. 
it was Jimmy who uh, discussed had the pace of the, this training camp and how just it's been nonstop. Uh, you get on the ice, it is go, go, go. And they worked a lot on their zone exits yesterday, really high pace, going the length of the ice. Uh, it was awesome to watch. Frisky. I like that word. And, and frisky <laughs> was a word that uh, Golden Knights president of hockey operations, George McPhee, used this week to describe how this environment becomes when a club spends an extended period of time practicing and scrimmaging together. And based on Jonathan Marcheseau, in today's uh, or yesterday's practice, uh, this group is ready for a change of pace. I don't know whether you saw it. You were, you were doing the stream. But after they f- did the flood, uh, Robin Leonard was on the, uh, on the ice and he was in the crease. He was just on his knees. He was just waiting for things to happen. And Marcheseau came down with a puck and shot it glove side and Leonard didn't move. And I just thought it was funny because it was just like the guy didn't, he didn't even try. He wasn't playing around with Marshall. So Marshall grabbed the puck, came back down and did it again. Grabs the puck again and says, do you want me to do it again? And, and, and again, all three shots go in the net and Leonard doesn't move at all. And I'm la- I don't know why this is funny to me. I don't even know why I'm telling you this story, but uh, then Marshall. So he's like a little kid, like, I want to play. I want to play. I want to play. That I was play. my first thought was either yeah. like a puppy, like, oh, play with me, play, play, play with, with me. me, or like a little kid going, mom, 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 pay attention to me. And <laughs> Len- Leonard never really acknowledges him. And then Marcheseau starts showing Leonard, like going into a goalie stance and showing Leonard how, how it works. Yeah, because Robin doesn't know how it's done. No, he no. really needs Marshy's help. And all I could think of was, this team needs to get to Edmonton and start playing some games because they <laughs> maybe to save Marshso because yeah. Marshy is just like he's died. He's, he's yesterday he celebrated a goal uh, on Flurry and held his arms up in the celebratory. length of the ice. The, yeah, it was <laughs> I unbelievable. Saw that. Uh, it was crazy. So the the players can't wait for the exhibition games. Uh, the coaches, however, have really soaked up this stretch of time together. Here's Pete DeBoer. It's been awesome. I got. I got to tell you. I think uh, when we mapped out the number of practices between the training camp and uh, the time we start the round robin, um, you know, it might be uh, comparable to to three months of practices in a season. Uh, once the season gets going, because. Because even when you're starting training camp in a regular uh, season, you're into exhibition games two, three days in. So this has been a great luxury uh, for us as a staff and for me, and uh, particularly playing in the West with travel and time zones, uh, you just you, you lose a bunch of practice days throughout the year. So to have this many has been great. Amazing, Stormy, to hear Pete talk about the amount of practice time they've had compares to like three months in, in the regular season. Yeah, they definitely do not get this kind of practice time, especially as he referenced being a West Coast team. You're always losing time every time that you go to the East Coast. So it's just a very, very different situation. And even in the preseason normally, you really only do have a couple days that are solely like exclusively dedicated to practice before you're out there in the exhibition game. So this is such a different experience and he loves it. So it's 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 great to know that like he's got that mentality. Although, can I just say, you I can don't, say whatever you want. They've been working on all of this, all of this stuff at practice. And today they were doing uh, neutral zone. Yesterday, rather, they were doing neutral zone forecheck and trapping. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you got a look at Pete DeBoer's board, but okay, that's my favorite <laughs> part of the uh, of the training camp bulletin is watching, being able to zoom in and watch what the coaches are are drawing up. Oh the board. my goodness! So like both. 
zones on the outside were just left blank white, and then the entire neutral zone was covered in red expo marker. Like, I don't know how anybody knew what was going on, because instead of erasing and going on to the next thing, he's just like, here, 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 here. So it is like, it is a wonder to watch that whiteboard. Who in our group of broadcasters would be the one, after everybody skates away, just staring at that board going, what do you say? Mm, other than me? <laughs> because there's, you really got to pay attention. Oh, yeah. And our group tend, the, the, the minds tend to wander. Maybe, maybe Dave, for as dialed yeah, in as yeah, Dave can right. be, I can definitely see him go like, he'll, he'll have his own little train of thought in his mind and then just be like, what? 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 What, what happened? <laughs> yeah. Hi, this is Dave. And then he goes to the back of the line uh, and watches other, other people. He's going to kill me when he hears this. Love you, Dave. Uh, yeah. You know what? Uh, happy birthday. Yesterday was his birthday. Uh, the next question, after after all of this work, how ready are the Golden Knights of all, all this practice time? Uh, based on the pace and the execution of training camp, they're dialed in. But the only way to truly measure is to play a game. Right, Pete? I think we're ready, um, you know, but again, until the puck drops, I'm looking forward to that exhibition game. I think uh, those exhibition games aren't going to be typical exhibition games. Arizona is going to start playing for their life after one game. So uh, I'm sure on their end, uh, you know, they're going to treat that uh, like a very important game. And uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing us, in, you know, against live bullets uh, in that situation. But I like our camp. I like how the guys uh, have come in. I like how they've prepared. Um, and that's all you can do. Yeah, the coach, is, the coach is ready to see how all this translates too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they all. I think they all are right. Like they're going through all of this practice and trying to manage the physicality and the speed and tenacity, all these different things, and then seeing how it'll actually translate onto game ice. And a big question that's kind of come up specifically around Arizona being the exhibition game is how will Arizona be approaching that game versus the Golden Knights? Because obviously the Coyotes have to jump right into the qualifying round against the Predators, whereas the Golden Knights have a little bit more runway with that round robin and it really seems like I mean the VGK are are taking that same approach that they're considering that as their intro to playoffs too like they're not going to be taking much off from what I gather well you know the you know there's also a talk of expanded rosters for that exhibition game and I have to get the detailed information on that the finalized information so coaches may have bigger numbers uh to play with uh, which also might affect uh, how how they, they approach things, whether it's Rick Talk in Arizona, who has more urgency. But I uh, I think the ex- the round robin is going to be so important for these teams, mm-hmm. more, more so than than people are letting on. We'll, we'll get into that next week. But uh, there's a real carrot to finishing first. They want it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and mainly because if you finish first, who you avoid until the conference final. Like you guarantee because of the, the reseeding, yep. a little. I, I'm not going to break it down right now, but uh, but there is there is. These a podcasts are supposed I to know, be short. Know, we always know, go know, long. Know, know. Uh, so some fun things ahead for the VGK Daily Podcast uh, as the team transitions to Edmonton. We'll talk about the players, about uh, how they're going to entertain themselves in the bubble. Uh, I've heard there may be even something called a fun committee. Confirmed. Really? Confirmed. Can yes, you do some digging on that? Because on Monday. 
when this team they, they they go on the weekend on Monday's episode, I'd like to dive into like the fun committee. I will I will have you covered. Okay, good. Uh, that's your assignment. Uh, Got a it. Reminder: the training camp bulletin airs this morning. Uh, we'll be back live streaming uh, both Saturday and Sunday as uh, well with the VGK Daily podcast. So the bulletin uh, today and then the podcast continues every day. In fact, this offering will continue to Edmonton and into the game action to make sure you're as up to date as possible. If you get a chance, uh, share or like this podcast let us know what you think i'm considering a q a too uh from listeners sending us their questions or comments i think people would love it okay their questions are always better than my questions right bring so them in you and i will will do a couple uh episodes uh, monday for sure on the fun committee and maybe we'll spread and sprinkle in some questions yes yeah, send if, us good questions so twitter uh to storm bonatoni or uh darren millard one r and darren and i'm not even gonna get into spelling of bonatoni but just just Google us and uh, send us uh, my DMs are open or just send us a a tweet and with your questions or comments. I can't believe you just said Google us. Google us? Dr. Google. Google us. Well, Google. (laughs) Google. I think Stormy's making fun of me. We're so cool. Yeah. Google us. Uh, Be safe. (laughs) Be smart, everybody. Google us. Be ready for game action. It's on the way. I'm Darren Millard. Thanks to Stormy. And thank you for listening to the VGK Daily Podcast.